So did you know that plants can actually die if they're overwatered? <laughs> yeah, houseplants can actually die if they're overwatered. It is such a thing. And I was looking at my plant and looking at its sad, pathetic, <laughs> dying self. And I told my husband, because he came out and he's like, this plant is dead. I'm like, I know, but I have watered it. Like I literally make sure I water it. I have it right next to the kitchen sink, so I water it. And he goes, well, you probably killed it because you watered it too much. And I looked at him and I go, is that a thing? He's like, uh, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> and so he pulled up the plant and sure enough, it's like sitting in a bunch of like water. He was like, yeah, you, you killed the plant. It's, it's got too much water. And I thought about that. I thought about that a lot. And I got a word for you today. We are in a generation that is overfed, overfed, overfed with food, overfed with social media, overfed with news, overfed with sitting. They actually said that sitting is the new cancer. People are lazier than ever. They're not moving. They're not getting active. Like we are an overfed generation right now. And I was just thinking like, there are so many things that, you know, I've, I've, preached on in my podcast about things that you're not doing but this is enough this is a different kind of episode this is this is an episode about being overfed overdosed of information overdosed of alcohol overdosed of drugs overdosed of news and information and it's literally killing us it's killing us and it's killing the generations to come because we like I've said before, whatever you don't transform in your life is then transferred. And so if you're sitting in water, right? If you're sitting in whatever it is in your life that is consuming you, that is overwhelming you, then it's going to sit there in the next generation because you're not changing it. You're not changing anything about it. So I was thinking about my life. I was like, what are things that I have allowed what are things in my life? And I just kind of took, you know, in my journal and I just was like, okay, where in my life, where in my life am I like this houseplant that I am overwatered? Like I have way too much of this. And one of the things that I looked at, you know, it's really interesting. I'm just going to share personally my life and then help you navigate some things in your life to help you maybe see some areas in your life that you are overwatered. Like you have an overdose and it's not healthy. So one of the things that I love and I'm passionate about, as you all know, is health and fitness. It is my jam. It's my thing. And a lot of times the things that I follow on Instagram, if I go and look at Instagram, it's like new workouts or like new recipes. And what I found myself doing is I would go to my Instagram to look for, you know, healthy food finds or, you know, inspirational workouts or whatever. But what I found myself doing at the end of it is being kind of like not feeling good about myself, like seeing things about myself that I'm like, oh man, like I wish I, I wish I had that kind of body or, oh man, I wish I had arms like that or, oh man, I'll never get a butt like that or wow, like she's got some serious, like her glutes are incredible, you know, just, and then I get off the Instagram just looking for, you know, a fitness, you know, routine or a healthy recipe, but I find myself so like overdosed in looking at all of that, that I'm actually now looking negative at myself. And so I realized, you know what? I need to stop doing that. Like, that's not healthy for me. So I recently started going to Google. And if I need a healthy recipe, I'll just type in like a healthy recipe for whatever I'm trying to make. 
What a freaking difference. Holy cow. I just get on there to get what I need and I'm not overdosed with a bunch of garbage, with a bunch of things that I don't need to see. Because in the, in the search of a recipe or in the search of a fitness routine, you have to see all these, you know, photoshopped perfect people. And it's not, it wasn't good for me. So I'm like, okay, so I wrote down, so how I did it is I, I wrote down, what am I overdosed in? What is, what is the houseplant in me that's, that's dying because I'm overdosed of water? What is that in my life? And then how am I going to change it? So I wrote it down and then I wrote the solution. How am I going to change it? So if I still want recipes, which I do, and I'm still love fitness routines and all that, how am I going to find those things without going to the gram? Because obviously that's a place that's not, it's poison for me. It's not good. It wasn't making me feel good about myself. And so I switched it to going to Google and it was a huge difference, huge difference. Okay. The next thing I wrote down is I have a personality that, um, I don't know. I've always been like this my whole life where people love to share everything with me, you know, everything that's going on in their lives and good, bad, and the ugly and everything in between. And so I have to, what I've, and I love helping people. That's my, my jam. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I've done all my coaching things has been to help people. So that is my, that's my thing, right? So I wrote down like, this is my thing, right? I'm passionate about this, but I need to make sure that I'm not being, that it's not one-sided. Meaning if I have too much on my plate of an overdose of taking people's crap and then not taking time for myself and not taking time around just like positive, awesome friends, I literally die. Because I have a, I'm unbalanced. I have all this stuff that people have shared with me that I'm helping them dig out and work through, which I love to do. But if I have too much of it, if I have an overdose of it, and I don't have enough balance on the other side of being with myself and my thoughts and filling my tank up, I literally like begin to die inside. And I had to realize that. And like, I do realize that by myself, but it was like one of those things that like really acknowledged about myself. Like, yeah, I really need to make sure that this stays balanced because otherwise, yeah, I do. I get very like, oh my God, I want to die. So those are just the two things I'm going to share with you. That's how I did it. I wrote down what are the things that are making me like this houseplant where I am overdosed of things that are not good for me, that are not healthy. And then how am I going to change it? How am I going to make sure that I'm not dying from being an overdose of whatever it is? So I'm going to share with you, I have a couple girlfriends that are really into the news. Like, holy smokes. Like, it's all they talk about. Like, when you get around them, it's like, did you hear about what's happening in, you know, this place? And did you hear about what's happening in this place? And do you know what they're, you know what they're doing now? And it's like all they can talk about, all they think about. And I'm like, your problem is that, and you could go to their Instagram. If you go to the things that they do all the time, everything that they follow and everything that they watch and everything that they consume is an overdose of news. And it's all they can talk about and it's not enjoyable. So it's like, I don't really want to be around that because I don't watch the news ever. We don't even have cable. We don't have, we don't watch the news. My husband doesn't watch the news. He's like, why? It's negative. So, okay. Actually, another fun fact actually about that, because people ask me that they're like, your husband doesn't watch the news. Your husband's like, 
your husband is like in the business world. Like, what do you mean he doesn't watch the news? I'm like, my husband does not watch the news. Like, at all. He knows nothing. And a fun fact is, the reason why a lot of times he doesn't, like, if you were to really ask him, it would be probably be because he's like, it's a bunch of garbage and not truth. So my husband was an intelligence officer in the Navy. And his job was to report the truth to Navy SEALs to go and kill the bad guys. That was his job. His job was to know where the bad guys were. His job was to know all the things that nobody else knows. That was his job. And so the news, when we were dating and married, I would say something like, you know, because I would be watching the news because I was, he was in the military. So I was like really scared, right? So I would tell him like, this was, this is what was on the news. And he's like, that's what was on the news. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Okay. So later on, there were a couple things that he's now been cleared to talk about because they've now been made, been made public. And one of the things, it was like a major lie, like a major lie. So he's like, remember when you called me and you were like, this is what was in the news. And I told you like, really? That was in the news? I'm like, yeah, I remember that. He goes, yeah, this is actually the truth. And I'm like, what? He goes, this is what we do. We leak information because we know they're trying to find it. So we'll leak like something that looks close to the truth just to get something on the news. So I don't watch the news because a lot of it is lies <laughs> and it's purpose lies. So I thought there's, I was like, so I'm just like, it's hilarious. Cause we've, we've, we've now talked to people, you know, sometimes they'll like, they'll say something like, Oh, this was in the news and they'll say something. And that's like, that's probably not the whole truth. So I say all that to say, if you are a news watcher, turn that crap off. It's not doing anything for you. Nothing. It's doing absolutely nothing for you, except for it's giving you an overdose of information and then making you feel very negative and toxic because that's not positivity going into your life every day. You're consuming trash. You're consuming trash. So that's number one. Number two is something that I coach on all the time is an overfed generation. We are a complete, we are in a pandemic of an overfed generation. I mean, fast food, the, you know, the convenience of all of these snack items and garbage that we're feeding ourselves and our kids. My kids started school and, you know, I'm starting, you know, we're making their lunches again and we don't, we don't have any junk. Like it, their lunch is literally like it's grilled chicken and apple, some oranges and a mozzarella cheese stick. Like that's it. Why? Because I love my children. <laughs> Like I love my children and I want them to grow up healthy and have healthy habits. And I don't want them to be addicted to sugar and garbage. I don't want to feed their bodies poison because I'm not feeding myself that. So why in the world would I feed my kids that? When I watch parents feed their kids fast food, I'm like, holy cow, do you love your child? Because if you did and you do, why in the hell are you feeding it trash? Like, why are you doing that? Now, I understand every once in a while feeding them a treat, but to be consuming, I'm ta- we're ta- this is the subject of overdose. If you're constantly feeding them ice cream, you're constantly feeding them fast food, you're constantly getting them packaged package food, they're having an overdose of junk. What in the world do you think they're actually producing? Let me tell you some of my kids. So my kids don't get junk food, like hardly ever. If it's a special treat, like we'll occasionally get like an ice cream or something like that, but it's a special treat. It's not an overdose. 
But recently, a few weeks ago, my kids went to their grandparents' house. And my parents, like, fed them a bunch of junk. In fact, it was really funny. My kids don't eat fast food. And my youngest tells me when he comes home, he goes, Mom, we went to this girl place with Papa and Grandma. And it was really weird. The burgers they serve there are square. And I started laughing so hard. I was like, okay, you kind of scared me when you said that Papa and Grandma took you to a girl place. Um, Then I was like, okay, I think you're thinking of Wendy's because I think Wendy's serves square burgers. He's like, yeah, Wendy's. It's like, it was so weird. It's like, it was so gross. I was like, yeah, no fast food, buddy is, is disgusting. He's like, yeah, it's really gross. Okay. So my boys, according to my parents, were like, they were wild children. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah. So there's our, my parents just told me about the week and how their behavior completely changed. All these different things, how they were bad and all this different stuff. My kids are pretty good. I'm not saying that they're angels, but for the most part, they're pretty good. I mean, they have sibling rivalry and all that, but for the most part, they're pretty good kids. In fact, we get compliments all the time. People are like, you guys have really good kids. So I'm like, that's really weird. And then I was like, you know what? When you feed them a bunch of crap, that sends them into a crappy behavior. And they were like, you know what? You're right. That totally is what changed. Okay. So last weekend, my kids went to their grandparents' house and I was like, please do not feed them any junk. They were great kids. My parents are like, yeah, it was a totally different experience. I'm like, yeah, it's because they didn't get fed crap. It is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. So we wonder why our kids are wired and out of control and behavioral problems. Maybe try not to feed them an overdose of crap. So here's the thing. I was in this, this subject and overdose. There are so many different avenues I could go on, like overdose of drugs, alcohol. There's so many things, right? So there's this comedian, Jim Gaffigan, and I love, he is hilarious. If you've never heard him, he is so funny, but he has this funny little clip about McDonald's and he's like, you know, everyone gets judged if they're going to McDonald's. He's like, but listen, everybody has their McDonald's. That is so true. Everybody has their own piece of trash, their own piece of trash that they're overdosing in that they need to come to grips with and go, you know what? This is not feeding me well. This is an overdose that is killing me and I need to change it because if I don't, it's literally going to kill me. It's going to kill me. And I'm not saying like you're going to kill and like croak and fall on the ground and die. I'm talking about little by little and that's how it works. Little by little, it eats at you and then it causes you to have stress, anxiety, depression, right? We're in a pandemic of that. But if you were to look at your life and say, okay, what are the things that I'm consuming? What are the things that I'm overdosing in? Are those things healthy? Are those things good for me? Are they serving me well? Are they taking me to the place that I want to go? And if they're not, you need to trash it. You need to write it down on those things and then say, how am I going to change it? And then walk that new person out. So I want to end with this. Over the weekend, my my grandma, uh, my mom's mom passed away. She was 92 years old. And my parents, if you've heard my story before, my grandparents, um, my grandpa, he passed away 20 years ago. And he was my, like everything Natalie Flowers is today has is because of my grandpa. My grandpa was the most incredible person. He loved people like I've never seen anybody love people. Um, his, his, 
he said, my main job, he'd always tell me, my main job is to just bless people. That's my main job. Our main job in this life is to bless people. And he just lived that. I watched him from a very early age, watch him live that out. And my grandma just adored my grandpa. And they were married for over 50 years when my grandpa passed away. And I feel like my grandma 20 years ago, like more than half of her died with him. And so I'm just, I actually am like, when I found out that she passed away on Saturday, I was just like, thank God, because she needed to go and be with the person that she is, that she has missed for 20 years. But I was thinking about her life. And I was thinking, when I was thinking about this subject of overdose and thinking about her life, she was not an overdoser of anything except for Jesus. That is for sure. She overdosed on Jesus. That is about it. But my mom, my grandma lived a very simple life, very simple life. She was very quiet. Um, you never really tell what she was thinking because she was always just really quiet and just would take in everybody's conversations and just, she's such a wonderful and beautiful person. And I was thinking about the life that she lived and thinking about the things that, you know, passing on to the next generation and talking about an overdose of things that we want passed on to our kids and I know this is kind of like a negative subject of like, what are the things that are an overdose in your life that you need to get rid of? But what are those things that you're, that you have an overdose in that are making your life flourish, that are making you become the person that you want to be? And one of the things that my grandma was really adamant about was, I mean, like super adamant about (laughs) was making sure that whatever she did like whatever and whatever thing that she, and, any, and anything that she did or anything that she did say, that it was something that was meaningful. It was something that was going to make an impact. And one of the things that I loved about her is she was a woman of very few words, but when she would speak, when she would say something, you listened because you knew that she was talking for something. There was something impactful, something meaningful that she wanted to share. And one of the things that she overdosed in <laughs> like I said, was Jesus. She would always be reading her Bible. She would always be, you know, reading books about, you know, bettering her relationship with God. And that's why when she did speak, it was such good sound wisdom because she was gleaning from an overdose of spending time in God's word. And she's just one of the most incredible human beings. But I was thinking about what are things that I'm overdosing in that I want to get rid of? And then what are things that are healthy that I want to be passed on to my kids. And what are things, and then I wrote down, what are things I need to get better at overdosing on? Like, what are things that I need to be hungry for, that I need to really run after? And things that I really want to take on in my life so that I can walk out that person every single day. And whether it would come to, you know, my my mindset or the things that I am consuming that are bettering my health, whatever it may be. And so it's September 1st today and we have a whole month. I feel like I love new months because it's like a refresh. It's like a, okay, how do I want to, how do I want to walk out this new month? How do I want to become in this new month? And when I end this month, where do I want to be? Where do I, where do I want to have grown in? What are things that I am eliminating from my life that I'm overdosing in that I need to get rid of that I'm going to make a better habit at that and just a new month is like a re- a recharge a refresh a renew and so 
I am sending this word out to you today as an encouragement of getting those things that you are overdosing in that you need to get rid of and then walk out that new person. Write down how you're going to change that habit. What are things that you need to get more hungry for, that you need to get more about, that you need to, like, you know what, I really need to get more hungry for for this, for a drive, a passion, for this dream, for this to be fulfilled, or to get really better about being more healthy, get more active, get crazy about it. Like, I need to get my butt in gear. I need to eliminate fast food from my family. We're going to start eating healthy. We're going to, I love my kids and I want to create healthy habits for them so they can pass that on to their generation and their generation. Like, these are the things I'm going to change and these are the things I'm going to implement and start doing so that I can have the kind of life that I want my family to live out. And then what are the things that you're going to start doing today to start making that impact, start making that difference? And then talk about it with your family. So one of the things I did with my kids, I'm like, hey, you know, we we're talking about the plant. It was, a, it was a perfect analogy. I was like, see this plant? This plant was overdosed in water. It was healthy, but then it wasn't healthy. And that's how it can be. Things can get healthy and then it's not healthy because it's, it's an overdose of it. And so I was telling my kids, like, write down something that you feel like, you know what, I need to, I need to, this is healthy, but then it's an overdose, right? It's something like as having ice cream every once in a great while, that's fine. Having ice cream every night, not so great. <laughs> so what are those things? And so it was really cool to see my kids. So my boys, they both said, I, I need to get better at reading. I need to make sure that I make that a habit. I need to get crazy about overdosing on reading. I need to make sure that I'm not just, you know, casually reading a book here or there, but I really need to grow in that area. And then my youngest was like, I need to get better at guitar. I really need to like, you know, work on the guitar because, and then he's, and then he was like, you know, cause sometimes I can get overdosed in other things that I don't take that as a priority, but that's the thing that I really want to be better at. So it's so cool when you can talk to your kids and my kids are eight and 10. So they're, they're not too little, right? Talk to your kids, talk to your family and let, get them involved in the things that you're going to change and that you're going to implement and that you're going to grow. And then walk that person out. 